I'm Tara Aldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Here we go. Welcome to the Smart Woman Show. Ooh, I kind of like that one. Oh, ladies listening, listen up. This is an interesting uh, episode. And if you are landing on this episode, it's either because you are thinking about getting divorced, you have thought about getting divorced, you are divorced, you just got divorced, or you've been divorced for a long time and you're still not over it. We have the leading divorce coach, the leading expert in setting boundaries, the leading expert life coach in really self-love. And I'm just, I feel so honored to have you here today, Wendy. Um, Again, welcome to the show. And I always start with this question. And so I want to, it really just helps ground all of us in why we're here. And my first question always is, How's your heart? Oh, well, thank you for having me. And I'm so grateful to be here to share any and all wisdom with your audience today. How is my heart? My heart today feels quite open and full of love, but that definitely wasn't the case about four and a half years ago, but it's been a, it's been a journey and it's one, my heart is something I continuously work on and bring light into it. Mm. I love that. You know, mostly the answer to that question is my heart is full. You know, it's kind of one of those things, but I love how honest you are. Um, for those of you listening, Wendy, I, I loved something that she said on her website. Wendy helps women heal. Like this is what actually, let me do it in, in how you would say it. Wendy, she says, helping women heal from divorce is what I do. Empowering them to reclaim ownership of their identity their voice and their life is who I am. And the reason why you've been invited to be on the show is because you have completely dedicated your life to supporting women in feeling empowered after divorce. So tell us a little bit about your story, how this came about. Obviously you yourself have had a crushing experience. Tell us about what happened, what brought you to where you are now and how are you helping women heal? Sure. Um, Yeah, I'm very transparent about my story. So about four and a half years ago, I was leading the Facebook facade life, uh, happily married, or at least I thought for about 15 years, had two amazing boys, and I was at the height of my career. And I will never forget the day where my now ex-husband and I were driving home from a couple's night out, and uh, he was receiving multiple phone calls from the same colleague, female colleague. And in that moment, my heart just stopped beating and I felt a punch in my gut like never before. And I knew something was wrong. I knew something didn't feel right. And while I knew this woman and thought that they were just colleagues in that moment, I knew that it was something more. Mm -hmm. And while I (laughs) hoped and prayed to God (laughs) 
repeatedly after that moment that I was wrong. Unfortunately, my worst fear came true. And unfortunately, I came to realize that my my now ex-husband was having an affair. And it was one of those moments where I looked in the mirror and said, what the heck have you been up to? Like, what have you been doing? Who are you? How did this happen to me? Uh, total victim mindset. Um, I don't, I'm not the person that gets divorced. He is not the man that cheats. How is this happening? This can't be real. Somebody wake me up. Mm-hmm. And while I sunk into a pretty deep hole of depression, um, I also started turning to any and all avenues of support. I had already been in therapy, but I was reading self-help books. I was grabbing onto any free workshop and webinar that I could get my hands on searching for the answer of how do I end this excruciating pain? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the universe stepped in and showed me a Facebook post from a friend who became a life coach. And I didn't understand what coaching was at the time. And after she and I had connected, I not only realized that this was the ticket through the pain of my divorce, but I also realized in that moment that the universe was telling me that this is what I was meant to do. Now, keep in mind at the time I had built a 20 year career in ad sales, leading teams, building regions. And it was one of those moments where it didn't even matter what I had been doing. I knew that this was a higher calling for me. And what I had realized is that in a shorter period of time, I was actually moving through the emotions of my pain of my divorce in a shorter period of time than I had the entire eight months, you know, prior. And so I decided to not only journal my experience, but also to get certified as a life coach at the same time. And it was through that experience that I was able to truly fully recover from my divorce. And what recovery means to me is to stand in my power and know who it is that I am to find my true voice and identity so that I could start creating a life that was a hundred percent mine. You know, so many of us lose ourselves in our marriage. I was one of those people where, you know, if he was happy, I was happy. If he was sad, I was sad. If he was miserable at work, I was miserable at work. He was my reflection. And it was something that had become a very destructive behavior that I allowed. And so after owning and taking responsibility for my part in our marriage falling apart and also my part in losing myself, you know, shame on me, it will never happen again. Um, But I didn't know any better at the time. And so what I ended up doing was deciding to, I, I asked my husband, no joke, I asked my husband at the time for a divorce on the same day that Um, I decided to leave corporate America. It was part of my old life. It was not serving me anymore. And I knew I was being called for something else. And so I started my business and I did so confidently because I came to realize that as an ad sales executive, I was actually starting regions. That's why I was hired. And I ended up launching my business as an entrepreneur. Um, I did this uh, about two years ago and I'm heading into year three of my business. Um, and it's been amazing because the type of work that I get to do is, is essentially mirroring together my own experience and my process with the coaching methodology of the program that I have certifications in. And in addition to that, I'm also a theta healer. So I also bring in energy healing into my programs because that was a really big piece to what my process was like. And so 
I created the Divorce Rehab, which is my my proprietary program that I bring women into. And I actually also have two men clients as well. And I coach them one-on-one. We have a group program. I lead workshops. I have my own podcast and it's just been the most rewarding work. And honestly, you said it best at the beginning is really, you know, what I do is, is help women to heal from their divorce and allowing them and guiding them through to find their identity and voice to create a life that they choose. And it's their best one yet is exactly who I am. Wow. (laughs) Just, just wow. I like, first of all, you're a great storyteller. And so I'm literally like in this story with you and I'm in the car with you when he's getting these messages. And I don't know for the, for the woman listening, if you've ever been cheated on, whether it's been your husband or a boyfriend, um, I always picked men who cheated on me. It just, it just was what I was creating for my life. I was creating men to abuse me. Uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, I was choosing this for me. And there's so many things in what you just shared. So I want to go back to that moment in the car Mm -hmm. when you said my heart stopped and I had a gut punch and I knew. So what I'm not clear on is, is did you quit your job the next day and ask for the divorce? No. It was, so that moment in the car was the, the moment that I realized that my intuition always, I knew something was off, but I wasn't paying attention until that moment in the car. And my now ex-husband and I spent the next year trying to figure out what it was that we were going to do. And in that year, I was also doing all this searching of how do I get through this? How do I move through this? I don't know how to do this. Why is this so painful happening to me? total victim mindset. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until that moment where I actually, you know, about a year later where I stood in my power Mm -hmm. and decided that I was going to take my own life by the reins. And it was the first moment that I truly leaned into and trusted my intuition. And I haven't stopped since. Because in that moment, I also realized that my divorce was happening for me. It was my choice and it was happening for me. And it was the best gift I ever gave myself. Mm-hmm. So it was, and, and I think that, you know, a lot of times we don't, we don't listen to our intuition because we don't want it to be wrong. Right. Or we don't want it to be right. Mm-hmm. And that's our ego. And our ego is so loud and powerful all the time. Plus, I mean, I was so embarrassed to tell my family. I waited like two weeks to even tell my mother who I am super close to that I had kicked him out of the house and that we were separated. And I just, there's so much shame and embarrassment that we feel because we think that we're the failure when it's really just the marriage that failed. And so it, it just, it was one of those days where I just, you know, I couldn't, or I guess it was multiple days where I just couldn't bring myself to even face what was happening, but yet every fell in my body was crying out, like, get out. You've got like, this is your moment. This is your time. And I'm so grateful that I leaned into the discomfort that I leaned into the fear or rather released the fear and leaned into the possibility. 
because had I not, I wouldn't be truly living my best life today. I am the happiest I, I have ever been in my life. I, you know, I have a wonderful man that I'm dating. I have two amazing kids. I'm running, you know, my six figure business. I own my home. Like I'm just, I'm at the height of my life. And it just, I, I have, I, I tell my ex-husband all the time. I'm like, this is like the best gift ever. <laughs> you know, what so. I'm really hearing you say is you chose to lead your life when you couldn't. Yes. You chose to stand up and be responsible. You know, I've, I've broken up. The, the whole reason this show is called The Smart Woman Show is because I never felt smart enough. And so I was like, dang it, I am going to reframe this word so that it works for me, okay? Because it's like what you resist persists. Yep. I always resisted the word smart. And, and I don't know if you have one too, but we'll go there. But, you know, the R in smart stands for responsible, you know, really being responsible. And I'm not talking about making sure your kids are eating or making sure your husband is getting sex. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is what you shared, like taking a look at the reflections that you're creating and generating right in front of you. Your husband was just a reflection of you. And so you, when you couldn't, when you were as brokenhearted as you were, you peeled yourself up off the ground, maybe even halfway. And you were like, no, I created this. What is this? What is underneath this? And so do you have any steps to the woman listening to this? Because I have a feeling I can always visualize the woman grabbing one of my episodes. And I, I can envision the woman who grabbed this episode today, literally scrolling through what she was going to listen to looking and searching for someone to support her where she's at in her marriage right now, whether it be that she's asking for a divorce, is divorced, has been divorced. What would you say are, is like the number one or two steps that she can take today to start recognizing that this is actually happening for her and to just stand up and, and look up and look out and grab the mirror how, how do you, cause that's a big transition from, I can't believe this happened to me to, I created this. How am I going to get out of this crap swamp? Yeah. So, you know, first and foremost, I, I always say don't lone wolf it because that is the first tendency that especially I have found women do right. Men, men don't have the same sense of community that women do. I mean, that's just a fact. And for some reason, when divorce is happening, you, re you retreat. Mm -hmm. And the, the first thing that I always say is don't retreat, ask for help, go to somebody who needs support. And you said something really interesting because I think part of, you know, it's almost like the universe hands you, I believe the universe hands you exactly what you can handle. And many times certain life lessons come harder than others. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those where, you know, and you've even said this before a lot of different ways, which is that I have really big breakdowns before I have major breakthroughs. And so the universe whacks me over the head with a two by four every time there's a lesson to be learned. And a lot of what I teach and what I preach is around looking at the silver linings 
in life. Mm -hmm. Mistakes and failures are successes to me because there is, you are learning ways not to do something and learning different perspectives to go about achieving your outcomes. And so for me, it's really about trusting and leaning into what the universe hands you because there is a lesson. Now, sure, I would have loved to have learned a different, you know, in a different way. It would have been great for the universe to hand me a different lesson. And I will also tell you that not only was I dealing with a divorce with my best friend, right? But I also, my mom, I haven't, didn't share this with you, but I have shared this with my community. My mom was also diagnosed with ovarian cancer within like hours of all of this going down. And so it was like the two, truly the two most important people in my life, all of a sudden the universe is like, Hey, your mom has cancer. And by the way, your marriage is over. I mean, talk about the wipeout of your foundation or what I thought was my foundation. So for me, it was really understanding that it's not those people or the relationships that's the foundation, it's me. Mm. I had to build myself back up to be able to create a life for myself under which I also, you know, my mom, thank goodness, three and a half years later is still alive and she's, you know, she's getting her treatments and everything. And I know that part of what my journey has been has been to also provide her with inspiration for having a bigger reason to, to fight, right? So for me, it's really about what's another perspective because the default perspective that we always have is victim mm-hmm. rather than, okay, what is the ownership? I call it the owner perspective, right? What, what is it that allows you to rise above your circumstances mm-hmm. to see what that silver lining is and what the lesson is? Because that's what you're being taught, whether it's, you know, if you call it God, universe, spirit, Jesus, whatever your word is, there is, it is being given to you for a reason. Now, I knew I was a strong woman. I mean, I was a strong woman when all this was going down, but oh my goodness, did I feel weaker than weak. Mm. And this has brought, this has redefined what strong and strength looks like, what courage looks like. Because courage, to circle back to what I said before, courage is asking for support when you don't, you can't handle everything by yourself. Yeah. And my word, just to also go back, you said your word was smart. Mine is perfect. Mm. So the way that I've redefined perfect is perfectly imperfect. Mm-hmm. But now I kind of want an acronym because I do <laughs> acronyms. And now I'm like, ooh. There's an opportunity for an acronym. It's like I, my favorite thing. <laughs> I am such a sucker for an acronym. I'm right? Like, how can we acronymize this? So, okay. So, wow. Um, I love how connected you are. Um, and I love that you brought Jesus up because it says in the Bible, I read scripture. Um, I'm really big on scripture. Everything I've learned through leadership, everything I've learned through um, transformation is you can lay it all on the Bible. It's all there. And one thing that Jesus said, actually, I don't know if this Jesus said this, but it's in the Bible is that, you know, God promises us that the burden of his yoke is light and that he will never give us anything that we can't handle. And that's what that I love that you're bringing that up. So really just to, I want to pause because 
and really just like, you're so full of information. And I also like, if you're listening to this and and you're picking up nuggets, I'm encouraging you to bookmark this, go back, listen to it again, because there's a lot here. There's a lot to unpack here. And one of the things that I want to highlight and, and really kind of like elevate here is the power of perspective. I just got goosebumps. And something also that I, I'm sure you understand in, in the language that you speak, but just in the language that I speak scripturally, is that being of the flesh, you mentioned the ego, same thing, being of the ego, being of the flesh is the human experience. And as powerful creations of the Almighty, of the of source, of power, of God we actually have the ability to come outside of our human experience and be in the spiritual realm at a 35,000 foot view, being responsible with what this flesh, this blob of molecules is creating, attracting, being, showing up as, and we have the ability to come outside of us And that's perspective coming outside of you. Now, girl, I can feel you. If you're going through heartache right now, it is very hard to come outside of that emotional state, that flesh-like beingness. So can you speak to perspective and actually like paint the picture of coming out of your body, rising above? going into this other dimension and actually observing. Can you speak to that? (laughs) Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is that I actually had that experience when I was three years old and it was through my recovery process that I remembered that experience and my ability to sort of see outside of my body. So I'm also highly intuitive. That's why I went, you know, and I'm certified as a theta healer because I get downloads. I see things I'm on calls with clients and I see memories from their childhood that I wouldn't necessarily know. But, you know, when I was three years old, I remember I was really sick with a high fever. And I remember seeing the scene in my grandma. It was, we were dropping my sister off at my grandparents' house. And I remember the perspective of being above the scene. And I came to realize that I was actually between worlds at that point. And it was my sister in words that she was saying who brought me back into my body. And so I think, and I'm getting goosebumps even just saying that, but I think back to that moment around being open to new perspectives and ones that don't make sense to you. Right. And, and sitting with it and just going, is this possible? What is possible? Because I believe the impossible is possible. Anything is possible. Um, You know, at the time I was, you know, found out about my ex-husband's affair at the moment, I was like, there's no God. Why is God punishing me? Why is God doing this to me, to me? Right. And when we're able to look at our situation from a bird's eye view, one way that I describe to my clients to do this is actually think about if this were your best friend, Mm -hmm. your best friend is going through what you're experiencing. What would you say to your best friend? Wouldn't you try to support him or her 
in seeing a different perspective, yes. taking like a bird's eye view, taking the emotion, uh, the personal emotion, right? You know, one of the things uh, in one of my favorite books is the four agreements, don't take things personally, right? Is to kind of remove yourself from, um, from the situation if you can. And think about it as though it's your friend. To me, that is the most valuable tool that I think I could share with your listeners about how to get perspective. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we focus on the mechanism, the how, mm -hmm. versus just focusing on what the outcome is that you want to achieve and envisioning it differently. You know, you and I both have done leadership and that was probably one of the biggest lessons and, and what I bring into my community is instead of just, you know, your gut reaction of what is this, you know, what is your um, initial perspective on a situation? Imagine what, there's limitless possibilities, mm. limitless. Yeah. So that would probably be, you know, just really detaching again from the outcome. You're not, I say this too, like you're not born unlovable. You're not born a failure. You're born unconditionally and with so much love. You're not born for God, universe, spirit to punish you. Mm -hmm. There's a reason it's happening. And once you shift your thinking, what you create is also different, right? I also say that what you think you create. So if you persist in thinking victim, you're going to, you're going to create a victim life. Mm -hmm. But if you're willing to shift into a different perspective, imagine what's possible for you. Imagine what's and imagine, yeah. And imagine what, what you can, you get to create instead. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. What I'm hearing you say, and actually I'm hearing you say, but I'm like also seeing the word blink in front of me is curiosity, mm -hmm. you know, get curious instead of judging your situation, judging your husband, judging yourself, asking like, why me? You know, that victim place that, you know, quite frankly, women are naturals at coming from that, that, that martyr, that victim, that small, really contractive, constrictive place. Yeah. And so I'd love to shift into why that has to stop like right now. Yeah. I mean, I've always, you know, I think, I think that we avoid change because we're afraid of what's on the other side. It's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And what I have learned and what I see my clients go through all the time is there's incredible growth that happens on the other side of the discomfort. And when you, and I'm not talking pain, I'm talking like, this is, this doesn't feel so good. <laughs> this feels different. And that's where the beauty, that's where the magic is of what's possible in your life. Um, the first moment that I think that I realized that was actually when I walked into the room of my coaching program, where I, I remember sitting in my car going, what am I doing? I, I have this amazing job. I make a lot of money. Like, why am I thinking about changing careers at this point in my life? I've got two kids. And I remember being terrified. I had so much anxiety in my stomach and I walked into this room and I just went, I surrender. Mm. And, and I'm getting goosebumps. Surrender is a really powerful word for me. It's actually my, my word of the year. I, again, <laughs> it was my word two years ago too. Um, and it's really a powerful tool and word. If you think about surrender, 
it doesn't mean that you're giving yourself up for the sake of somebody else. It means that you're leaning into what's possible. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's uncomfortable and that's okay. It was the same thing when I walked into the room with leadership. What am I doing here? I have no idea what's happening. And holy moly, did that change my life in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And it's really through allowing yourself to see, again, it's coming back to the theme of what's possible, mm-hmm. right? Do you want to stay where you are? Is this life that you're living? Is this how you want to keep living? Are you open to shift? Look at what's possible. Look at me. Look at, you know, everybody else that's on the other side of this. We've all survived. We've all come back better, stronger. And so for me, it's really the word that comes up for me is surrender. Mm -hmm. I have a question that I normally wouldn't ask, but just because I feel like I want to, so I'm going to (laughs) go for it. Chosen the word surrender this year and last year, which leads me to believe that you're resisting it which leads me to believe that you are attached to some kind of an outcome or, you know, um, you, you have a desire to control. So what is it in you that is resisting surrender? Yeah. What are you afraid of? So it's, this is, I've done a lot of work on this actually. And I I appreciate you bringing up the question. Um, You know, I've, I've learned a lot recently about um, the difference between feminine and masculine energy. Mm -hmm. And I am a masculine energy girl every which way to Sunday. I am a doer. I am a go-getter, a type personality control, all of it. And it's been a slow, not a slow, but it's been whatever the right process is for me. One of the things that I, especially as I've been growing my business and as an entrepreneur, I, I am a doer, whereas what I have seen happen when I allow myself to lean into the feminine, which is the being magic happens because I've already done right. So for me, it's really what I am resisting is constantly doing. (laughs) and trusting that what I've done, what I have in the works, what I have planned out, it's all perfect, imperfectly, right? And so a lot of times, you know, I'm the type of person where it's like, why am I not getting results right now? Why is this not, you know, and, and I forget where, you know, it's like, okay, wait, what's happening now is a function of, you know, decisions that I made previously. And, you know, right now I actually have a fractured foot and I was out of commission for, you know, I've been out of commission more so than normal. I also had a pipe burst in my house, not an accident. So I've had some things coming up where it's taken me out of action. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it just, it reminds me to just ground back into the being. And I have the word literally in the front of me and what it meant to me a year ago is not the same as what it means to me now, because to me now I am surrendering into my feminine mm-hmm. and the being. So for me, that is an ongoing practice. And it is something that I resist because it's uncomfortable, which is why I'm doing what's uncomfortable this year. And I'm leaning into the being and trusting the being instead of always having to do, do, do. So I'm, I'm looking for the balance. Whereas before it was like masculine was here, feminine was here. And now this year it gets to be here. Yeah. I can completely relate to that. I can completely <laughs> relate to, because we're visionaries, 
because we're powerful, because we can perform confidence like nobody's business. But at the end of the day, I feel like we are exactly the same person, (laughs) just so you know. Um, We're, you know, not confident inside. We beat ourselves up. We do. And I mean, hey, listeners, you go to uh, wendysterling.net and you download her five steps to take today in setting boundaries. And you're going to know and you're going to see that she is confident 100%. And at the end of the day, my mission on this planet, Wendy, is to let women know that, yes, I look confident and I'm just like you scared. I have fear. Sometimes I can victimize. I coach myself through it or I ask for support or I hire a coach or you know, like I am trained to create what's possible at this point, which not many, not many women are, but you know, it's like when, when you go to wendysterling.net and I know you will, because if, if this is landing for you, this, this is your woman right here. This is your woman to walk you to the other side. I have no doubts about that. Bring Jesus with you. And I have no doubts about that. But I just, I really, what I really want to bring to the table as we come to a close is the importance of what Wendy just said. Tenderness, love, and kindness for you. Don't listen to this episode and go, oh my gosh, these girls have it all together. Don't listen to anything on the Smart Woman Show and think that. Don't watch us and go, I can't because I'm not enough. That's what I'm hearing is coming up. So just as we close, I want to thank you, Wendy, for speaking into your not enoughness because it makes you human. I'm so grateful for that, that that came up. I'm glad I followed my own intuition and in leading you into that and the importance of surrender. And so I'd love for you just to speak into like one final thought on the woman who doesn't feel enough in reaching out to you. Sure. You know, the word enough is uh, an inner critic voice. Um, There is no such thing as enough. It is exactly where you're supposed to be. I look at things from a neutral perspective and you are exactly where and how you get to be, how you were put on this earth. And it's unreasonable to think that there is a higher standard. You know, we forget that we're all human beings, right? I also believe we're all souls having a human experience in this lifetime. And we forget that we're all human. And I think that if you don't accept the fact that you're a human being and there is no such thing as enough, that we are all, it's an ongoing process. We are all evolving. We are all in constant transformation. We are constantly learning. And if we're not transparent about the insecurities that we do have, then you're never going to move through them. So I encourage you, if you are one of those people who is saying to yourself right now, I'm just not enough. I'm not good enough. I am here to say, yes, you are. I am here to take a stand for each and every one of you and say that, yes, you are, you are human and you were created perfectly imperfect and you get to create whatever is next and don't let your past define you because it only does if you let it. Amen, sister.
Amen. I love it. I love it. Wendy, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Again, ladies listening, you're going to want to find her on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is Divorce Rehab with Wendy at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. Follow her over there and also wendysterling.net and get her right now. You can start five steps right now to creating boundaries and connecting with Wendy today. Thank you, Wendy, so much. We'll see you later. Thank you. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to the Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at the Tara Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.